Welcome back. Hi. Hello again. 100 games and a funeral. And a funeral. Two funerals. <laughs> and 100 games. We're back. For us, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a while. Yeah. How you been, Steve? I've been all right. Um, our main deterrent to the podcast has been an amusement park for both of us. Yeah, that's true. Coincidentally, you <laughs> went to one and then I went to the same one a week later. How was your trip to the amusement park? Was it packed? Did you get to ride much? Mine was okay. Ours was uh, bought out by the company I work for, so it was closed to the general public. Nice. Still busier than I thought it would be, but we were sticking around the kid rides for the kid that we own. Did you get to? <laughs> did you get? <laughs> did you get to ride any big boy rides? Um, the biggest ride I did was the uh, kid wooden roller coaster, the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Do, I can't do roller coasters anymore. I passed the age where it's fun, and now it gives me a headache. Ah, that's yeah. fair. Except that the the one that's very smooth, a rattlesnake is on the Diamondback. Yeah, yeah. I can do that one still. I'm, I think the new one is really similar to the Diamondback. There, they have a new one. Yeah, it's the blue one, big blue. Oh, well, I definitely can't do Beast or Son of Beast. Yeah, those are pain. Pass. <laughs> the, the wooden ones are. <laughs> And so in the kid area, it felt busy as time went by in the day. You know, we're waiting 45 minutes for a kid coaster, which I was surprised. She did like one of the tougher kid coasters where your feet are kind of dangly. You zoom around. She did good. Nice. How was your experience at the I went same on Labor Day weekend, so Ooh. it was crazy. <laughs> Ouch. I waited. There was a big water ride I really, I've never done. I really wanted to do. It's where uh-huh. you come down like a tube and then you there's kind of oh, just a the, big half circle. Yeah, when the, the water park splash down. Yeah. So I got to go do that. And must have waited an hour and a half for it. Jeez. Like, there's multiple flights of stairs. I've been on that ride, so knowing you waited 90 minutes is a real bummer for that ride. Yeah. Well, there was, as it was, every line was like that. Yeah. So that's just what I get. I went on pick your ride. Labor Day weekend. And then the roller coasters were crazy long. Hmm. Yeah, it was, but it was. It's always an enjoyable time. Yeah, there's some fun about lots of people around. There's like constant chatter and there's music playing. It's fun. Some kid said, "Yo, dap me up." To you? Yeah, and I said, "Okay," and I went to dap him up, and he shook my hand. Hmm. I said, "What are you doing?" That's not. A dap. I got mad. I said, "That's not a dap." And I said, <laughs> "Come here," and he shook my hand again. And I said, "Are you punking me?" <laughs> And his friends were like, what? He's like, dude, I did dap you up. I was like, whatever. And I walked away. Is this a kid you know? Or no, it's just a kid in line. He said, yo, dap me up. He pranked me. I'm probably on a YouTube oh, somewhere getting very confused. At the, it's like the Watch handshake. We dap. dap old people up, but instead we give them a handshake. Because <laughs> they're and we would never dap them. <laughs> I did realize that adolescent boys are the worst kind of people. It's fun when you're there, though. When you're an adolescent boy? Yeah, because you're so oblivious. Yeah. You have no idea how dumb you are. I have to let it go when they're being super annoying because I go, I had fun. I did my, yeah, my time. Well, my gripe is we were in line. There's two adolescent boys following me in line. They are unaware of how much space they're taking and how close they are to me. Yeah. Every time I scoot up, they scoot up and our shoes touch. An arm brushes my rear end. 
uh, our shoulders might bump. Like, my man, you are too close to me. You have to confront them. You have to confront them. I'm a non-confrontational person. I would say, yo, dab me up. (laughs) And then punch him in the belly. But I was... You know, had we been in that line for 20 more minutes, I definitely would have said something at the very end, right before getting onto the ride. You guys suck. <laughs> right before the ride takes off. <laughs> Quit bumping good people. Yeah, so that annoyed me. But, you know, it's a fun water ride. But they were also trying to sing along to the music, one guy. Mm. And his voice clearly had, it's in the changing process. And he's trying to sing along to uh, Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Nice. Which is a tough song, you know. Yeah. George Michael's got range. It's a powerful. He was crackling all over That's the place. so funny. <laughs> you suck at singing too. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> anyway, good times at the old amusement park. Nice. In Boston. Um, anything else you've been up to? Media? Media-wise, um, I... The last season of Disenchantment, the Matt Groening. Mm, I started that. came out. It's a... Uh, when it was new. It's not as funny as his previous intro. Like, I didn't get into it. But it's 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 kind of fun. So that that finished. Did you watch that? Yeah. You watched five. the whole... It was only five seasons. Entirely. And that was it. Yeah. That's plenty of seasons. Plenty of seasons. You don't yeah. have to go forever. <laughs> you can stop any moment. That's um, good. Yeah, I watched that. Other than that, not really. Football's back, so that's... Oh. That's really, that's Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday. They really pumped out the games during the week. We need to talk about that as well. Go ahead. Well, I mean football, separately off pond. Yeah, I just remembered, sorry. I saw a thing that I (laughs) wanted to share with you. (laughs) Driving home from work, there's a truck. He ended up in front of me. I've seen him a couple times. He has a badge on the back of his truck. Do you want to guess what it is? You won't guess, but it's fun. I won't know. Um... Probably something about inspecting. It's more general. It's related to football. Um, football lover badge. Yeah, you would think it's something like... Yeah. And that's pretty much what it is. It's just the NFL logo. <laughs> it's not his team, who he supports. <laughs> he's just... He, he's pro football. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone he drives by that has any team goes, yeah! He pumps his fist. NFL! <laughs> He might not even watch the game. He's just really into the business aspect. Of it. <laughs> He's a really tycoon. Watches the back offices. That's bum salary cap. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, raise that salary cap. <laughs> oh, I was laughing pretty good just following That's Mr. Funny. NFL. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I do have another football thing, actually. I've just realized, and I'm sure people have been doing this, but the last great football game, which was NFL 2K5, People emulate it and update the rosters. Oh. Forget Madden. Just play the best football game. I might play that, yeah. I tried playing Madden 23. and How was that? It was a stinker. I just want to play football games, and I have to sit through two hours (laughs) of nonsense to even start. What nonsense have they included? I mean, there's just like, there's menus out the wazoo. Mm Mm-hmm. There's loud music. Is it geared towards like build your own team with it's cards? It's geared toward getting you to pay a lot of money. Mm. Like it's $80 and you can get your monthly subscription yeah. for points. I embarrassingly did buy NBA 2K, the new one. But listen, my team drafted Wimbenyama. That's why I bought it. I want to play with Wimbenyama on my young Spurs team. See how he does. Yeah. But the amount of like... The the pop-ups at the beginning of the game. These are the new cards you can yeah. spend actual money on for your my team. Yeah, it's like, oh, 
and then I did create my own player, and you have to live in this city they've created. Yeah. You have to walk to your freaking arena to go play a basketball game. I just, I went through the menus and it jumped me to the arena. Then I still have to go and talk to the GM before I start my game. Like, I just want to play a basketball game. <laughs> they've, they've gone sour, these yeah. games. But the season with the Spurs is much easier. There's none of that because they don't care about single player offline. They stuff. should take every single ounce of effort they're putting into anything else in the game and perfect the physics engine and the actual sports itself. It's pretty solid. Some people say it's been stagnant, but, you know, I don't know how you improve. I guess all the animations are pretty canned. You kind of see what's coming. And I've always kind of wondered if it would really, if they were to improve it beyond what it's at, if it would start to kind of stink. Because if you added things like... You like, can't go too real. Yeah, if people were like getting ready to run. Like, come <laughs> run! That's kind of how NBA is. Like, there is some momentum, and there's times where you're like go already <laughs> come on you're a professional athlete yeah anyway i don't think i've watched anything i've literally just been um just trying to get by nice you survived <laughs> another week yeah i should i got one more week to survive and then i'll be on easy street back to watching stuff heck yeah at home at home <laughs> coming home and watching movies yep sweet that's well, it i think it's time Thanks for listening. Have a good one. <laughs> There's been 100 games in a funeral. No games. Signing on. <laughs> <laughs> this week's game is... Metroid Prime. That's it. That's how they say it when the game starts. <laughs> Cue music. some good music pretty good music metroid has always had like solid sci-fi fun synthy yeah. music do you want us to talk about the music first i <laughs> i don't I, have any facts about i it. do like i am a sucker for up to like yeah you know it's exciting sci-fi sounds yeah um you know space sounds did sounds michael jackson good. do this music <laughs> he didn't do this music it would have been better if he had <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have fit <laughs> Uh, some fun facts about Metroid Prime, released for the Nintendo GameCube. We've discussed this, but I don't know if I've ever actually played a GameCube in, in real life. I imagine when the GameCube came out, it was kind of the console for babies. <laughs> for you. <laughs> the, yeah. Not the cool guy PlayStation or Xbox Yeah, console. I was busy PlayStationing. But, you know, the, Nintendo's always had their hits. The Metroids and the Marios and the Zeldas. And there was some for that generation. So I may have to go back and pick one up one of these days. Weren't they, they had little tiny discs, not even little standard baby discs for babies, <laughs> for the little baby hands. Uh, this game released in the year two thousand and four, two November Oof. of two thousand two. Uh, it's the fifth main Metroid game and the first to use three D computer graphics in a first person perspective. So a brand new entry into the series, just newness all over it. Um, this, do you want to guess how many it sold worldwide? 13 million. 2.8. I said 13 million last week too. 13, it's a good guess. It seems like 
if a game is really good, that's a good number of people to buy it. I never realized how much Samus looks like uh, Dwight Howard with the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> she does have massive shoulder armor. Um, as does Dwight Howard. Massive boulder shoulders. Hey, he might get signed by the Warriors. He likes to get a little nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the game. This got so many awards for Game of the Year, it's crazy. I, can't, I now can't believe that it only sold 2.8 million. Yeah, that was my thing. It was such a, a hit that I figured it would have really... Take a stab at the old Metacritic score. 96. 97. One off. It won Game of the Year from IGN, GameSpot, GameSpy, Electronic Gaming Monthly, Nintendo Power. A little bit of inside baseball. Every there. time Nintendo Power is <laughs> like, we're the best. <laughs> Look at us go. Edge. Sixth Annual Interactive Achievement Awards, Game Developers Choice Awards, Michigan Daily, Game of the Year all over the place. Wow. Michigan Daily, Game of the Year is a big one. Yeah. um, I'm always checking into Michigan (laughs) Daily, just seeing what they think about things. I get all my opinions. (laughs) What does Michigan think? (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's that's the intro on the fun facts. Those are pretty fun facts. Any other fun facts you'd like to hear? Yeah, I would love to hear some really fun facts. Um, The only other thing I I noticed is that it was an eight-year hiatus following Super Metroid. So that's quite the development cycle. That's a modern development cycle. Yeah. I mean, it's an entirely different thing than the original Metroids. There was a funny note. Um, Miyamoto's son, he... They did not develop a Metroid game for the Nintendo 64 as the company couldn't come out with any concrete ideas. Hmm. <laughs> so that may have been part of the delay. Maybe they wanted it to be this and they just technologically... Could have been. They needed like GoldenEye to exist first. The co-creator, this is the part that got me, said he could not imagine how the 64 controller could be used to control Samus. <laughs> that was the weirdest controller of almost all time. There's probably like a real wacky system that I've never heard of as a weirder controller. There for sure. The three pronged handles, one yeah. joystick, one control pad. It's it's a weird one. But yeah, they didn't know 64 Metroid that they wanted to do. Hmm. Just a weird wacky controller, limited technology there. Metroid Prime. Yeah. How so did you, how did you feel about this game, Steve? Um I didn't get to the 90-minute mark, as we promised our listeners we would every single Don't game. Don't tell our listeners. <laughs> Lie. <laughs> I did get to the 90-minute mark. You heard him. He didn't. And uh, I probably got like 40 minutes in, which is decent. I got a feeling for the game. I'll tell you, I got to the point where I could tell I'm going to get lost and I'm going to have to look up a guide on where to freaking go because <laughs> I'm not good at mapping things out in my brain and remembering... Yeah. Oh, this room needed a missile to open the next barrier. Let me remember that when I go and actually find a missile. However, um, the game looks very good. I was playing it emulated, even though I own it. And I know I said I've never played a a physical GameCube, but that was a lie. (laughs) I own one. (laughs) Um, But masters. So updated resolution Silver looked really good. I'm sure original resolution looked pretty dang good too. I I am the GameCube is not a powerful console. No. Even when it released, it's incredible what they were able to eke out of the yeah really weak. Specs. They've always been kind of underpowered. Yeah, that's how they can release it at the cheaper. Mm. 
and their optimization is yeah killer. Never really good at optimizing frames games themselves. Bugs, very rare. So only forty minutes. So you pretty much were just in the ship, or did you get down to the planet? I got down to the planet. Okay. I was impressed because I had just started Starfield, and then I was like, "Well, let me get some Metroid Prime game in." And I was impressed at how much lore and story they were trying to convey to you with yeah. all the scanning of things that were going on. I was actually like stopping and looking what I could scan to like understand what was happening. Yeah, which is a much. I don't know if it's more effective, but maybe more enjoyable way to get the story across the yeah. plot for me. Um, I was rolling around a lot in a ball. Rolling is fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rolling is really fun. How was your initial opening into the game? So my first ever opening into Metroid was at probably Walmart or Target when they so used to have played, the games. Oh, yeah. You stand like, there with your head cocked up. <laughs> probably why I have like neck problems now. <laughs> Well, and now from being down at a computer. That's true, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's I balancing out. <laughs> so I, that was the first time I ever played it, and I remember liking it, and then got a GameCube later. My brother did, actually, and I got Metroid and played it. Was he a baby, your brother? He's a little baby boy. That uh, well, you know, we babies. got it definitely later than... <laughs> when it was popular? Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, getting back into it now, it did not retain all of the magic it did at that point. Was it magical at Target? It was all. It was pretty fun when I played it, like two thousand six, seven, something yeah. like that. And they still had it. It came out in two thousand two. Yep. Oh no, I no, I played it in like two thousand three at okay. Target, and then at your house, and then at the house in like two. Gotcha. Sorry, let me let me clarify I've for the listener. Up. We're good. And I remember really enjoying it then, but now there was a couple things that I forgot. There was they were some, a little tedious. Yeah, there's a little bit of oldness. <laughs> the it is weird to have to lock onto everything in the game. The aiming was way off. It needed two sticks, and it did the GameCube controller. It had, had a left, and, and then it had camera. a weird like yellow stick yeah. thing. It was it, it was another weird controller, honestly. Freaking Nintendo. <laughs> so I it get, was like a PlayStation controller, though. Sorta, but the sticks were off odd yeah stick, the one stick was like down was down here to your yeah. right and you had your buttons up here with the in a circle yeah weird so i know why they had to do that because you couldn't really track too well with the right one i think some games did that but they did not and so the aiming's a little off mm-hmm. but honestly if i had anything i wanted to beef about it would be this the scanning literally everything which i know you said was kind of fun but after a while you're like i'm sick of scanning yeah, like I said, I only played about 40 minutes. It's so slightly tedious. I don't know how much more scanning I would have done beyond that. Um, The game does look good, and it's fun, and it definitely... It's part of that... They, this was happening a lot back then, where you'd get a game that had traditionally been in, say, 2D mm-hmm. or top-down. Oh, yeah. And then, blammo, now you're suddenly playing it in first-person first person, or third-person. Yeah. You yeah. know, like Warcraft to WoW or... Yeah, that was a jump for games or mario to mario 64 things like that and that's yeah. always really cool i think if you enjoyed it from one perspective now you get to see it from another perspective i think that's a fun part of gaming and yeah that part was cool but i remember the ship level really well and i zoomed through that pretty fast mm-hmm. and then i got down to the planet 
And I remember getting lost the first time I ever tried to do the planet. And I said, I won't get lost this time. I'm older and, and smarter. And I now. got lost. <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> There's a lot going on. You wander around. And I finally remembered that you, because you, you have all these power ups in the beginning of the game and then you lose them when you yeah. get hit on the I, ship and you I have don't to mind regain the power ups. Like a, a gameplay. Um, it's a good sword. trope. I yeah, like yeah. it. I don't it's, mind it. It's fun. You get to see how powerful you could be and yeah. then rebuild your power to that level. And I had to remember, okay, I have to get the ball and then I have to find the places I can now go. Mm -hmm. There's some places you can go that you shouldn't even be in because you don't have the right suit yet or the right setup. So I definitely spun my wheels a little bit just wandering around Mm -hmm. the the island or planet or whatever. To be fair, though, that's that's not a you thing. That's that's what this game is. True. They're literally called Metroidvanias. This type of. Yeah. You got to unlock a certain power to go here and you got to remember where it is. I think it was just like the, the, the wandering around and going back to the same area and things look a little samey. Mm-hmm. So you're like, this is a new area. And then you just bust out into the old area. <laughs> Great. Dang. So then I looked up a little guide yeah. as I'm wont to do. Yeah. And ended up getting to. We're just trying to play Starfield. Look the guide up. Plow through. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Spoiler for the next episode. Dang it. Um, so I got to, I think it was the boss there's like one or two bosses on the planet and got to them there's like little mini bosses that you have to fight and then there's like the big boy boss i didn't reach any bosses on the planet you just fought the boss on the ship yeah the like brood mother or whatever yeah. it is yeah so but you got through some bosses on the planet yeah just the first little crew of bosses okay. according to the guide yeah which i was going back over this morning to because it has been a while since i touched a couple it. weeks yeah. <laughs> yeah because something else came out that yeah so I got I did not get to Magmore Caverns, but before Magmore Caverns. If anyone is, is a that big like fan of Metroid Prime, yeah, that's the next part of it. After yeah. the first so bit. It's a game I have played. It's a game I do enjoy. They like said there was a couple things about it that didn't age as well for me. Okay, I kinda wish I could just aim. Yeah, I I have similar feelings on almost everything you said, and I wanted to let you finish all your thoughts. So now I've forgotten all of them. But <laughs> I I did immediately Google can you play this with mouse and keyboard? And there's ways you can do it. I wasn't invested enough to figure it out, but there's like people have included it in how you can emulate it. You play mouse and keyboard. I was like, man, that would be so much better. Yeah, Because the lock on, I get that, you know, it's a limitation of the controller because that little nub of a joystick they included on there, it's not for that. But it would have been better had they been able to figure that out yeah um for me i always tell myself i like metroidvania games and then i get lost and i'm frustrated and i can't figure out what to do and i go to look up a guide and i can't figure out in the guide where i'm at because i've done it differently than how they did in the guide then i'd have to start the whole game over and just follow the guide and then i give up yeah so you know this game's in that vein for me so (laughs) it is fun it's a cool game there's there's a lot of locations and a lot of stuff i will give it that it it pretty much captures the same metroid feel yeah the last one i played before this was super metroid which it's similar you're exploring a planet you're getting powers you're backtracking because now you've got a new power that lets you go somewhere new and they really nailed that same feel even with the enemies and stuff, how they creep around and crawl around it in a 3D space is similar to how they were doing it in the 2D space, which I'll give them that, you know, they really, it's a Metroid game for yeah. sure. And I, there were parts where I was like, 
Oh yeah, this is cool. This feels a little bit like the 2D one, but now it's 3D. I really like my idea about making Metroid Prime too. I, that must be in the that must have been in the works before. There was an announcement um, years ago for I want to say it was like Metroid Four though. Hmm. Oh, I think I may have, I may remember that. Was that a that was, it was a, at like a E three or yeah. something, and just like a splash title screen and nothing else, and, and then, then no more information on and it. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then they came out with that Metroid game that's two D again on the switch metroid something or other i think that's the actual name there is a metroid prime 2 by the way it's on Wii. oh fun fact or it's actually on gamecube metroid prime 2 echoes <laughs> there it is i wonder if you could aim in that one i don't know it's from aim. 2004 so my point backs up a little bit i would like to see metroid prime in a more modern fps setting still keeping some of the pieces of metroid prime but i think it could be really cool I think it's a cool setting. Like you said, the ball, I can imagine that being really fun in a more modern setting. Yeah, you could really zoom around. Yeah. Um, and they're they're working on it. <laughs> it says, Nintendo announced Metroid Prime 4 for the Switch. It was reportedly initially developed by Bandai Namco Studios. They announced that in 2017. Oh, wow. In 2019, the development restarted under Retro, so a brand new restart. So they're... There is something in the works. Well, there we go. You're welcome, Nintendo. <laughs> you can have that idea. <laughs> the timeline's all messed up. It's your IP, <laughs> You can have it. <laughs> they did remaster this one for the Switch. I wonder if that one has free aim. Um, Samuel Claiborne of IGN described the remaster as a perfect example of how to both honor a lauded classic and bring it up to code. So hmm. maybe they free aimed that bad boy. Then I might that that might be awesome. Maybe the switch would have been the way to go on this. You know when you zoom in, we didn't discuss when you zoom in and the up and down is inverted. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Just can't. It wasn't great at all. I play on. inverted, so for me it was. You good. play inverted? I do. Listener, I've just learned something about <laughs> Steve, and it's a shocking thing that I've just learned. I did not know this about him. Um, that's an interesting point. I don't know what controls if you play inverted or not. But I want to say it's all tied to GoldenEye on the 64. Hmm. If you played inverted on that, then you will forever play inverted. This is wild to me. I had no clue. <laughs> Only with the sticks. On a mouse, I'm not inverted. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be super <laughs> nuts. I know there's some people that play inverted on there mice. There's the option. I don't know who does it. Literally crazy people. That's wild. Listener, comment. Do you think <laughs> it's weird that Steve plays inverted? Do you play inverted? I have to. It's just how I started. There's nothing wrong with it. Did you follow the plot at all of this game? Not back really to game? too much. Me neither. Even <laughs> having played it previously, I don't really fully know. I think there's, you fight Metroid Prime at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I really should have looked into the plot more before we started. My fault. Listen, I've never played a Metroid game all the way through. I've sat down and started every time and been like, this is the time. And you're out there. You're killing aliens. The cycle of frustration sets in. And I can't. I'm sorry. I, there's something wrong with my brain. Yeah. I should enjoy this game and play it all the way through. You played Inverted. <laughs> yeah. That may be it. <laughs> uh, um, that's about all I got, really. Any other final thoughts on this Metroid Prime no, game? No, I, I think it's a good game. I think it's a little weirder than I remember it, and that's probably just because of the 
the lock-on system and so on. But it's still good. I think it'd be a good game to try out and play if you enjoy Metroid games. Or you yeah. just want to see what everyone's talking about. Because this is in a lot of people's top five of all time. Yeah. Or if you played it in 2006 or seven, and you thought it was great then, and then you come back to it now, play it on the Switch. Maybe that remaster is better. Everyone's saying it's a great remaster. Maybe you'll love it then. Yeah. Again. Once more. I, I have target memories of video games. Yeah. I used to catch the bus from my high school to the college and uh, I would stop at Target because I had like two hours before I had to be there and I would play whatever was on the 64 <laughs> for like an hour. And then, so I was like alone at Target at like 9 a.m. right when they opened. No one's in the store. That's nice. <laughs> had like my own save file on the 64. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Yeah, I was playing... Uh, 1080 snowboarding a lot nice and uh zelda the um you know the 64 one the good one ocarina yeah Yeah. time anyway target memories that's pretty fun metroid prime if another game hadn't come out at the same time we were meant to play this game i would have put more time into this i was a little frustrated by the controls even just not even the lock on aiming, but like the buttons I'm having to use and yeah. navigate with are a little frustrating. But again, try the remaster. Maybe I'll try it if it goes on sale. Nice. Well, we'll do a better job next week, listener. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> what's uh, what's next week's game? Next week's game. Man, I like this list as it goes on. The Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. Gamers, Ooh. listeners. Everybody, this is one of my all-time favorites. Oh boy, all-timer for that! I can't wait to get in there. Can't wait to try it. Can't wait to talk about it. It's actually really interesting to compare it to Starfield, mm. which is a uh, you know a game you've probably already listened to our Starfield episodes. So yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Hope we gave you some good hot takes. Hottest. Anything else, Steve? We'll jump back in time and play Oblivion. No, that's it. That's our next game. We'll play that more than 40 minutes and then report back i'll definitely i'm gonna put some time in oblivion yeah i'll I'll do a nice playthrough all right listener love you thank you bye